So August is a really weird month for me. There's a lot of wonderful and amazing things about it. And there's parts that are really difficult and heartbreaking. So, um, so as you know, Hope's birthday was, is in August. Luke's birthday is in August. And also our daughter Phoebe's birthday is in August. So if you've like never met me, which a lot of you haven't, or you don't know my story from a few years ago, we, I was pregnant with a little girl and at five months, um, I gave birth prematurely and she was born and she lived for 30 minutes and she passed away. And I realized that this past few days I've been agitated, I've been antsy, I've just been annoyed. There's been a lot of things going on, but I realized that I've just been really out of sorts and I just could not figure out why. And I just sat down and I'm like, Phoebe's birthday is coming up. And she would have been two years old. She actually, her birthday is the day before Luke's birthday. So I went into labor and gave birth in my bathroom. I didn't realize that I was in labor. And that's what happened. And so, um, obviously, scream bloody murder. And um, we put her in a salad bowl as I still have the umbilical cord attached. And um, let me tell you, those things are safe as houses. Um, <laughs> it wasn't going anywhere. Um, and I had to go to the hospital and obviously and by the time I got to the hospital I think I had nothing but adrenaline holding me and thank God for our neighbors at the time where they are our friends now and I can truly say because of them they saved my life and my husband um by the time I got to the hospital I I passed out uh, from blood loss and Lots of things happened, and um, eventually I had to give birth to the placenta, and and she was gone. Um, I could not watch her go home to be with Jesus. I couldn't watch my baby die in front of me. I couldn't do it. Um, so when the nurses asked if I wanted to hold her, I just I could I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. It was too. It was too difficult for me. And maybe you're like, well, if I that was me, I wouldn't have done it. Then do, go for it. I'm not gonna tell you how to live your life. I just know that at that point, that if I held her, I would have lost whatever faculties I had left because there, there were not that many left. Um, and until this day, is still one of the. It is the hardest. Thing I have ever experienced in my entire life and I remember being in that hospital thinking I am never going to have kids again I'm never going to go through this type of pain ever again I can't do it and you know what there were so many wonderful nurses there the doctors and they and um, I think there were social workers and things too to check on your mental health because it's a very very traumatic experience that I went through and they listened and they kind of they grieved with you and the first thing I remember them saying is don't give up don't give up this isn't over don't give up you don't know what's you know on the other side of this and even then in that morning and in that grief I felt in my spirit where I felt the Lord say this time next year you're gonna be here too
you're going to be here again, but it's not going to be for the same reason. And at that point, I, I never thought that it would be possible to ever have love in my heart again for another child because it was so painful. Um, sorry if you were expecting a, a not crying episode. You, you may want to skip this one. Um, uh, so it was... It was so hard. And as horrible as this is, I, I, um, I, okay, writing isn't horrible, excuse me. Um, I think a few nights after I got home and just still processing everything and was just still in so much pain from all of it, um, I started writing. And I started writing my experience, what happened with Phoebe, and I started writing just what I went through in that moment. And I, till this day, I feel like I wasn't even in control of my hands at that point. I really felt like the Lord was the one who was writing this blog for me. And before this point, my blog was mostly about how-tos and and encouragements and for moms, and it still is. And um, I just wrote it, and I think it was at 4 a.m., and I just wrote it and put it online and went back to sleep. Mostly it was for my own catharsis, my own therapy, um, and I did not want to have to repeat the same story over and over again to people about what happened. And it's taken me two years just to get to this point to even speak about this in this kind of a way. And... And then the the stats started coming in where it was like 10 people read this, 20 people read this, 100 people read this, 800 people read this. Um, I think now, I haven't looked in a long time about that this particular blog post, but I think it was about 1,300 plus people. But more than that, it was about 20 different countries. Like Because as difficult as your story could be, there are so many others who have experienced loss, who have experienced pain, who may have gone through the exact same thing that you have. Now, I am not saying that you have to talk about um, um, pregnancy loss if you don't want to. Or you can talk about it if you want to. What, Whatever you do, do it because it's healing. Do it because it is going to help you as well. And so, um, yeah, I had no idea. And then I started, I got, I got phone calls in from wonderful women that I know who said, I've experienced loss. I've experienced two loss. I've experienced four. I met a, a wonderful woman where she had experienced, I think, six pregnancy losses and stillbirths and all of those things together. And I'll say this much, you know, people say, oh, you're so strong. You're so strong for going through child loss. You're so strong for having one special needs child. Now you're so strong for having two special needs children and and a one-year-old. And you know what? You have no idea what you're made of until you're put in certain situations. And I'm not even trying to toot my own horn or anything like that, but you just, you have no clue what you're made of 
until things happen where it shows you who you are. And I think we all need to be reminded about that. Not that you want to be put in corners and you want to be put in difficult situations, but you need to remember how strong you are. But more than that, you need to remember how strong God is. You need to remind yourself constantly that he is the one who is in control, that he is the one who gives and he is the one who takes away and not in some form of a, I'm going to blame God for for taking my child away because no, because I know she's with the, she's in the arm of Jesus. I know that one day I'm going to see her again. I know that once a year we go to her her uh, memorial stone because she is buried. She's buried in a um, in a infant cemetery in Hayward, and I, and it says she's with me. And it's a quote, it's Jesus. And I know that my daughter's with the Lord. And one day I'll see her again. And you know, there's something when you go to an infant cemetery where you realize that there are so many people who have been through the exact same thing you have in some form. Because you don't have in that in that cemetery, you, in the state of California, actually, um, twenty weeks and up, you can bury a child there. So, and just think, I just want you to seem to think about that. Where that, yeah, twenty weeks and up—that's five months gestation and up—you can bury a child there, and you have no idea how many people, how many people that have seen there who spend their days there, who spend a lot of time with their babies that they lost to change out their decorations on their tombstones seasonally and honestly I feel like a terrible parent because you know I go once a year <laughs> and the poor flowers are long since you know passed but anyway um and yeah and people go and they celebrate their birthdays and Christmas and holidays and the whole family comes and I am not the person to tell you how to mourn ever but um, the Bible talks about mourning and there is honestly there's um, just also being a minister uh, things that you learn about when you're grieving with people and this is just a note minister or not you should know this Um, when people are in grief the only time you should ever step in and you shouldn't even do this you should have a professional do this ever step in to someone's grief as if they are physically hurting themselves or someone else period you know if they're doing some form of damaging behavior that you know is dangerous to themselves or their family that's when you step in outside of that you have zero right to tell somebody how to grieve for their loved one at all if they want to get all matching printed t-shirts and then have everything for go you do that if you just want to have a a you know very small funeral like we did it was just nathan and i and our friend um who officiated the the funeral then you do that i yeah there is no there isn't a wrong way to grieve unless you're hurting yourself but I want to go back to me being in that hospital and just a year later, at this point, two years later, what have I learned two years after experiencing a loss? 
Uh, I have learned that God made me way stronger than I think I ever realized. There was a point where I starting to getting into the she'll nevers. And what do I mean by the she'll nevers? The she'll, I'll never see her walk or I'll never see her have her first word or I'll, um, I remember that year I had to buy some stuff for a costume for our trunk or treat party and it was like a choo-choo or something like that. And I remember getting it in the mail and then I happened to be on some list on, um, you know, email because I, I was, you know, tracking my pregnancy and everything and I got something saying, congratulations, you're in your third trimester and I just burst out in tears. It was so just empty and hollow and for a long time I couldn't even walk past you know baby girl clothes in in Target or or look at anyone who was pregnant or look at any newborn photos it hurt it was a physical pain that was so much and I couldn't deal with it and then what felt like the impossible actually happened where the Lord allowed us to become pregnant again and there is something that happens when you are you become pregnant and you are still healing from the loss of a child. There's this joy and excitement and terror and fear and wonder and amazement and anxiety that happens and it lives all in the same place and they all have their place. I don't even know, I can't even tell you that, oh, you shouldn't be sad or you shouldn't be mourning grieving you have another baby they're not a replacement I had a a very lovely person say are you gonna reuse the same name over again my lack of statement here should give you your answer um my child had a soul she was alive she's with the lord this was not a replacement nor do I at any point ever think of hope as being a replacement Phoebe not at all not at all I I do know that there is something so healing so incredibly healing about having a child after loss and you know what not everybody gets that chance not everybody gets to experience that where they have a child after loss and more than that there's studies that show there are certain things that it's really sad that breaks up marriages and one of them is the death of a child um and I know women who they got divorced after their child's death because it was it was too much it was it was too much (sighs) and it makes it makes me really sad thinking about that but I think I just today I think about my daughter today I think about I remember her I remember that I was seriously craving sushi and bacon like all the time (laughs) I remember that I referred to her as Wonder Woman because we didn't have a name for her until honestly the day that we were rushing to the hospital and you say her name is Phoebe Estelle and God has a plan for her life and he did And he used her story to touch thousands of people all over the world. And I pray right now that if you are going through loss or you've experienced loss recently, you are not alone. Your pain is valid. Your pain is heard. And there's more for you. 
There is life after loss, and it's your life. There is life after losing a child, and it's the one that you have right there. Your heart is beating. Your heart right there. I am. I honestly, I almost died after after Phoebe. I lost so much blood that honestly, when the nurses make a face like, "Oh, that's a lot of blood. That's a lot of blood loss," <laughs> I had to get. Um, I had to do an EKG and check my heart and give me, you know, bags of blood, and I was not the color I should be. And it was, it was very, it wasn't just that loss. It was, I had a bacterial infection that took over my body and it was, it was very, very traumatic experience. And it was nothing but the grace of God that got me through. And what was interesting is I got calls from the um, hospital or, you know, social workers, people a few months after, and they were asking how I was doing and they were like surprised (laughs) And honestly, kind of shocked with how well I was doing. But I'm going to tell you right now, it was nothing but, but Jesus that kept me going. It was nothing but God. I, I, I experienced survivor's guilt where I thought that why is it that I'm the one that survived and she's the one that died? Why is it that I didn't die and she lived? And all of that, all of that. And... And it's and it's all valid. All of those, all that pain is valid. But there's life on the other side, and I could say that two years later, after losing our daughter, there is life on the other side of infant loss. All right, so I'm gonna just pray with you guys right now, Lord. I just thank you just for each and every person who listened to this podcast today. I know this was not light at all but today I remember my sweet daughter your sweet child Phoebe bright star and thank you I never thought I'd be saying this but thank you Lord thank you for the experience being able to be her mom on the side of heaven even if it was just for five months thank you Lord that out for all of my children all four of them all four of my children I thank you so much I just pray for the hearts of any mom out there who's experienced loss recently and the pain and the mourning and the grief that goes along with that I pray that you bring her comfort Lord I pray that you bring her beauty for ashes and joy instead of mourning Lord and I just pray that with time that she'll learn to trust in you even if we never understand why the child was taken back home, but you do. We put our little hands in your big hands. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you're not a complete puddle by now, um, please remember to um, subscribe and share, share, share with your friends. I would really appreciate it if you did. And always, if you want to leave a audio message or just leave me a message, you can leave me a message Um on Anchor FM. And if you have any questions or anything, I will gladly get back to you. And this is Lisa Giants with the Enriched Life Podcast. I will see you soon.